0: Good afternoon and welcome to Mars in the Fields and welcome to Great Sacred Music. You've just heard the communion motet O Taste and See by Ralph Vaughan Williams. It was composed for the coronation of Queen Elizabeth II and sung by the Abbey Choir at her coronation on the 2nd of June 1953. It was sung whilst the Queen and Duke of Edinburgh advanced to the altar steps to receive communion. It is a simple miniature set in two parts, each headed with the innocent invocation of a solo treble line. It has cemented itself as a staple of the choral repertoire and remains one of Vaughan Williams's most loved motets. Vaughan Williams was born in October 1872 in Down Ampney in the Cotswolds, where his father was vicar. He later went on to study at the Royal College of Music and Trinity College, Cambridge, where he was taught by Hubert Parry and Charles Villiers Stamford. That, uh, if that's not impressive enough, um, he then went on to study in Paris with Maurice Ravel and in Berlin with Max Brook, so he had fairly decent education. At the turn of the century, he was one of the first composers to travel into the countryside to collect folk songs and carols, notating them for future generations to enjoy. This exploration into folk songs is evident in a large proportion of his works and his musical output, which you'll hear some of today. As musical editor of the English hymnal, he composed several hymn tunes that remain popular today and you're in luck because you'll get to sing not one but two of these today. The hymn, Come Down O Love Divine, refers to the descent of the Holy Spirit as an invocation to God to come into the soul of the believer and is thus often sung during Pentecost. The text originated as an Italian poem, "Descendi, Amor Santo, by the medieval mystic poet Bianco de Siena. In 1861, the Anglo-Irish clergyman and writer Richard Frederick Littledale translated it into English and was first published in his 1867 hymn book, The People's Hymnal. When the hymn came to be published in the English Hymnal in 1906, the then editor, Vaughan Williams, wrote a new tune called Down Ampney, named after the Gloucestershire village of his birth. You remain seated while the voices stand and lead you in Come Down, O Love Divine. probably a solid six out of ten. We'll see if we can improve later. Next, you're going to hear three Elizabethan part songs which form Parson Vaughan Williams' lesser-known small-scale choral works. The second and third of these songs were composed in 1891 whilst Vaughan Williams was studying with Hubert Parry at the Royal College of Music, and the first being composed a few years later in 1895 whilst he was studying with Stanford. The first song, Sweet Day, is a setting of George Herbert's poem, Virtue, where he talks about a sweet and virtuous soul that remains forever even if the sweet things of nature are prone to decay and loss. The second and third songs are setting of William Shakespeare. The former, The Willow Song, is considered to be one of his saddest songs. It comes from act four of Otello, as Desdemona is preparing for bed, afraid that Otello is wrongly angry with her for being unfaithful. She sings The Willow Song, a mournful folk ballad in which a lady laments for her lost love. The final song, O Mistress Mine, is Shakespeare's way of telling a mistress to stop waiting for the right man to come along and sweep her off her feet, and instead settle for him because he's there right now. I wonder if it worked. After this, we will perform another small-scale part song by Vaughan Williams, Rest. The text was written by the English writer of romantic, devotional, and children's poems, Christina Rossetti. It was dedicated to the members of the Magpie Magical Society, I had to do a little bit of digging to find out what it was, and I thought it was gonna be something interesting, but it was just a group of affluent and well-connected amateur musicians who gave one charity concert and one invitation concert every year. So not, not particularly interesting. So first, the three Elizabethan part songs, and then Rest. Thank you. Very nearly didn't get to hear that one, so. I can see you're all eager to sing again and improve on the six out of 10 I gave you before. Um, The next hymn, For All the Saints, was written by William Walsham Howe and published in Hymns for Saints' Days in 1894. The original text contained 11 stanzas of three lines, beginning, For All Thy Saints, and ending with an Alleluia refrain. It's not much changed, um, but you'll be pleased to know there aren't 11 stanzas this time. It was often sang to the tune Sarum by the Victorian composer Joseph Barmby until, you guessed it, 1906, when it was published in the New English Hymnal with the editor Vaughan Williams. So he obviously had to write a new hymn tune to this called Scene Nomine um, to accompany this text. It has since become regarded as one of the finest hymns of the 20th century, So I guess he was allowed to write this tune. We are going to omit verses three and five um, because it's slightly too long otherwise. So you'll have lots of gusto to sing all of them and improve on your six out of 10. You may remain seated and we will stand and lead you in For All the Saints. Maybe that was 8.5, something potentially. Thank you very much for joining us here at Great Sacred Music and especially thank you for joining us if it is your first time. GSM happens every Thursday at 1pm so you'll come back next week to improve on the 8.5. And it's also live streamed if you can't come here in the building at one o'clock. So it goes on our social channels which is YouTube and Facebook and also on our streaming platform, stmartins.digital. The voices also present a similar program on Sundays at 3.15, entitled Choral Classics, this week focusing on the text of the Salve Regina. If that isn't enough music for you, we also have a number of concerts coming up, details of which can be found on the back of your sheet. So if you turn over to the back of your sheet now, you'll see those. Oh, and funny enough, you'll also see ways you can donate to St. Martin's. Um, so, as you're there, you can see that you can give cash, card on your way out, or there is a link or QR code, so we really do appreciate your support. To end today's great sake of music, we'll perform Vaughan Williams's setting of Valiant for Truth, taken from Mr Valiant for Truth's great speech from the John Bunyan's Pilgrim's Progress. Vaughan Williams had great fondness for the work of Bunyan and regarded him as one of the most powerful writers the country has ever produced. Williams also had a fondness for altos, something our altos will probably tell you doesn't happen very often. And he chooses uh, he chooses them to open this work, and act as a quasi-narrator to introduce the words of the hero sung by the choir, set to a characteristic modal harmony. It was first performed in 1942. I suspect had great resonance with the audiences at the time living through the dark times of the Second World War, especially considering the concluding trumpet effects that accompany the welcome of the righteous one into the courts of heaven. Thank you for joining us.